Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. Happy Friday. We made it. And it's a party in the studio. Sure is. Because Sharja Sal is joining us. And this is like, not just today. This is an announcement. You're going to be here every Friday. Thank you. That's what you get. I feel like we kind of touched on this last Friday, but I'm so excited to be uh, in studio with you all. This is my first time seeing Shira in person since November. Do you feel comfortable sitting next to her? She'll sneeze a couple times. I'm sure she will, but I do. I think there's a cough on this way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A lot of snorts, too. I'm very excited to be joining you all (laughs) Snorts um, are not uh, coronavirus-like symptoms. Sinusy. She she has a little nasal drip. Yeah, she does. I've sat next to her long enough to know. Thanks, Oh, it's very sexy. <laughs> Hopefully I'm in a relationship. He's stuck with that. Uh, well, yeah, it's great to have you here in person. I'm happy that you're also doing well. Everyone's healthy in here. We got a group of healthy people. Newly 34. Happy birthday. Thank you. Well, today's Michaela's birthday. My birthday was two weeks ago. Yes, happy birthday, Michaela. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We love you, Michaela. Yes, yes, yes. We tried to FaceTime her before, but... We did. You know, there's something about getting unexpected FaceTimes, <laughs> unless you are, like, that type of person. Like, I feel like me and Char <laughs> are, like, anyone knows they can just FaceTime me. But, like... Same. You can't FaceTime everybody unexpectedly, because you will not get picked up on. That's but you true. know what? What's funny is I was not like this pre-pandemic. I wasn't either. Oh, really? It's the pandemic no, that made it like pre-pandemic, do yeah. not FaceTime me without warning. Now, I agree. I don't mind let's yeah. see let's see what you're looking like what, what you're talking about yeah. i actually yeah i'm into that like i i facetimed recently someone in the morning and we hadn't seen him in a long time and i was like in my sweatpants and pjs and he was embarrassed i'd much rather facetime than have a phone call Oh, I, I, no, here's the thing. I, 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 I actually I agree with that. Even though now I feel like she's just now understanding she has to call me to like get in touch with me because I just I just don't like I to have. text. I've I really changed don't. this. The yeah, only you've never way to I do just it. don't like to text. Ryan's not big on I texting. Really, I get really anxiety around it. I get anxiety around calling because then I'm like, how long will this be? Like, oh, I need to be on the phone. We were no. on the phone for oh, how no. long the last time? Is it? Yeah. You bit. can typically yeah. handle business at lightning speed via a phone call then on text message. Because text message, that gives people a window of time to respond when True. they want to. When you can call and get immediate answers, mm. bada boom, bada bing, conversation over. Well, we got to get this show started, we right? Do. What's coming up today? <laughs> uh, Netflix's new face of LGBTQ plus talent has some interesting thoughts on Dave Chappelle. Mm. Oh, that's going to be later on in the show. Uh, in 30 minutes, more on New Jersey's le- uh, latest move to legalize gay marriage in the state, which is wild because I didn't know that needed to be legalized in the state. Um, and stick around in a moment. Shar has the A-list comedian busted for a DUI in possession. Yeah, possession okay. of marijuana. I was like, and possession oh, of something. You had to reveal it right yeah, now. Yeah, come a on. something, something. Okay. okay. Let's get no. into... It's not like we're taking a girl's trip anywhere. <laughs> oh, I ding, ding. 
Ding, ding. Uh, yes. That's, now, that's a tease. If you know, you know. <laughs> oh, I know. I saw sure, that. Sure, you have no No, clue. I saw that. She sure has no clue. She'll connect the dots when we tell no, the story. No, it was a bit of a delayed thing. But yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's get into some what's trending this hour. The Biden administration is now allowing trans and non-binary veterans to identify as um, as whatever their gender is on their medical records. This is really great news. The Department of Veteran Affairs announced that gender selections on paperwork will now include the options of transgender female, transgender male, non-binary, and other. Finally, that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, two years ago this week, I can't believe it, the first COVID case outside of China was detected. So the recount, which we, we love their videos on their Twitter feed, they put together They're this great. little compilation. Their editor-in-chief is queer. Oh, Slayed. good. Wow, cool. Well, here's a look back. Like We've come really far from this moment, I think. So they're calling this the coronavirus. Should we be concerned that it could spread to the U.S.? Not a big concern at this point. The coronavirus, yes. too. There's still that kind of unknown and now fallout where people are worried about it turning into something more than it will be. Are hospital staff and other patients at risk of exposure? Not for this particular case. Hospitals in the U.S. have gotten much, much better about being prepared for novel infection. And they do not believe that there is an immediate risk to the broader American public. They don't rec- make recommendations that people here wear face masks. The risk for the general communities in the United States f- from this infection is very low. What a trip down memory lane. Oh, how, how far have we come, really? You know what? That seems like it was like 12 years ago at this point to me. Like, that's how deep I am in this pandemic. <laughs> Two years flown by. Yep. All right, well, that was what's trending this hour. What's happening in entertainment news? Oh, my goodness. This news just broke that beloved comedian Tiffany Haddish is facing a DUI charge after cops said she was dozing off in the driver's seat of her vehicle early this morning. Now, I should mention, this is no excuse, but Tiffany has suffered a lot of loss recently, including her grandmother, who raised her, recently passed away, as Mm -hmm. did her dog. She was really good friends with Bob Saget and famed producer, L.A. producer, Carl Craig. You said what? Her in common uh, just... Right. She's also dealing with the nasty breakup. Now, she was released this morning from jail around 6.30 a.m. and posted bond for $1,666. But yeah, Peachtree PD said that they got her around 4 a.m. And she was booked. You can go to TMZ or LGD show to see her mugshot, rather. Um, She's smiling in it, got a low fade. But yeah, there was possession of marijuana. Now, they don't say... How, like, you know how they have, like, the blood alcohol level? That's not listed in this report because, as I mentioned, this just broke. But, yeah, Tiffany, I hope whatever you're going through, babes, you 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 do in a safe and healthy way on your way to recovery and healing, I should yeah. mention. I just hope the car wasn't moving. I mean, hopefully she was, like, on the side yeah. of the road no, yeah, or something. That's, scary. That's, that's what they're implying, that yeah. she was pulling over. She was, actually, she was pulling into a neighborhood. Oh, uh, so she was probably on her way home. And mm. they stopped her and, and arrested her for improper stopping on a roadway. So maybe she was Girl. at a, a four-way stop and, and took a nap. Yikes. Yeah. And wow. she was smoking marijuana and then put alcohol on top of that, allegedly. So, yeah, Tiffany. Uh, hoping that you're you will now cope with whatever you might be going through in a happy, healthy way. You know, I find I kind of get a little selfish with celebrity stories because I'm like, when it's a slow news day, it's awful. But when the celebrities doing stuff like this, it gives us something to talk about. It's juicy. Yeah, and I mean, this isn't uncommon. But you know, we've seen celebrities get Diana Ross. It's Remember, not uncommon. It's common. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. You know, she was like, "Do you know who I am?" So yeah, I just wonder how these get to the press so quickly. It's like. 
you know that someone is paid in oh, there gosh, to send yes. this to like TMZ. Yeah. And this is something when it's someone who's notable, of course you're sending it and you're calling up Harvey and the girls. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But that's the tea report for this hour. Okay. Well, next up, uh, the Supreme Court's latest move against, or actually for, no, sorry, against vaccine mandates. (laughs) It's not for. They do not like those. That is next. The Supreme Court on Thursday blocked the Biden administration from enforcing its vaccine or test requirements for large private companies. Uh, And the conservative majority court allowed, though, a vaccine mandate to continue for medical facilities that take Medicare or Medicaid payments. So no to companies, but it's okay for medical facilities. Well, if you're getting if you're being government funded, you then you have to kind of go by the mandate. That's what they're saying, I think. Yeah. Well, we want to break it. All yeah. Down. It, it, when you read it in, in like the technical terms, it can get a little confusing. So hopefully our guest that's coming in can like really break it down, because I do think this, there's a, a huge fear that's attached to this and what this mm-hmm. means for the future when it comes to federal regulation. Totally. Well, joining us right now is Tyler Pager, White House uh Reporter for the Washington Post. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So, can you explain why they would pass one and not the other, and the the difference between the two? Yeah, it, it as as you were saying in the introduction, it is it is complicated federal case law and statutory requirements. Um, but basically, it comes down to the power that agencies have, um, and, and in order for the agencies to enact any sort of um, regulation or mandate. That has to be vested in them through congressional um, delegation. And so Congress, you know, many years ago set up these agencies and invested power within them. Um, And so the Supreme Court ultimately decided that OSHA, the part of the Labor Department that put out this rule uh, about the wider vaccine mandate for companies with over 100 employees requiring them to get vaccinated or tested weekly, that the Labor Department did not have the authority to do that. But with the 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 rule for healthcare workers, it comes down to the federal funding um, and the money being given to these healthcare facilities and, and hospitals, um, and giving you know putting conditions yeah. on that that receiving those funds. So, wouldn't a decision like this normally be left up to experts and federal agencies? Like, w- w- how did it get to the Supreme Court in this way to to have this big decision, which seems like very damning, <laughs> like moving forward. Yeah, so lawsuits were filed by 27 Republican-led states and businesses, and and that is, uh, you know, this is a classic balance of power constitutional uh, law um, dispute in which, uh, you know, these states are saying that the federal agencies do not have the authority to put in these mandates, um, and so, you know, that Congress has not delegated this power to them. And that is the role of the Supreme Court to kind of play arbiter there um, and determine whether or not they, they do have the authority. Again, we're talking to Tyler Pager from The Washington Post about the latest vaccine mandates that weren't passed in the Supreme Court. So I'm seeing, Tyler, according to the CDC, that 208 million Americans have been vaccinated and all nine justices have received their boosters. With with something like this being denied, how how many people will this affect roughly? Yeah. So, uh, as you said, the, there are, are millions of Americans that have been um, vaccinated already Um but the 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 broader requirement, the one that was struck down, which again was vaccine or test. So um, it, it was not that you had to be vaccinated; it was that if you were not vaccinated, uh, you then had to submit to regular testing. But the broader one for the big employers uh, would have applied to 84 million people. The requirement for healthcare workers covers about 10 million. 
Mm. Got it. So is this a blow to Biden and the Democrats? Obviously, it's going to be politicized. Yeah, I mean, this was a centerpiece of their vaccination campaign. Uh, for months, they they tried incentives, they tried cajoling, encouraging Americans with different messengers to, to get vaccinated. And as the numbers you just shared, they were successful in in getting millions of Americans, more than 50 percent of, mm-hmm. of those eligible vaccinated. Um, but this was one where they thought they could um, cajole even a little bit stronger um, through through places of, of, of work. Yeah. Um, obviously, that that has been struck down. And so um, they are going to you know have to go back to to other measures and other avenues. Um, but this is a significant blow for, for their vaccination campaign and, and pandemic response. So what does this mean for the future of federal agency regulatory authority? And you got about like 15 seconds, if you could explain it in that way. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's too early to draw broad conclusions, but obviously there is a conservative majority on the court. Um, and so I think that is a, a, a significant development for the future of of how big government can be and 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 what kind of power the agencies have and i think this opens the door for for more challenges to uh uh, agency power and and congressional authority uh uh, to uh, our delegation to agencies okay well that was tyler pager white house reporter for the washington post have a great rest of your day thanks so much for having me well new jersey is the latest state to legalize gay marriage but could this be more than just a ceremonial move details next worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So, you know, it's been almost seven years since the Supreme Court ruled same-sex marriage as legal, and New Jersey has made it a state law just now, which... I was confused. We both talked about this on air. I thought that we were so far. I thought this was so far in the yeah. rearview mirror. Like, yeah, and I would expect if if this news was. I mean, obviously this news came out of New Jersey, but I would expect it more in like the South versus like right? it being in like this eastern kind of yeah, northeast, and northeast, yeah, yeah, northeast type of space. And, and this is a new thing that we're going to see from different states. Like, it's very interesting right now. And joining us to share more is. Kamala Taylor, Deputy Legal Director for Litigation at Lambda Legal. Thanks Camilla. for joining us. Thank you for having me. Camilla, yes, thank you. <laughs> I was about to say we got I think VPS. it's the Canadian in me, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> so, again, as we mentioned, we thought it was like federal. That's just the law of the land. How does the state law make a difference right now? Well, I think everybody is justifiably concerned about the more extremist tilt of the Supreme Court and the way in which the Supreme Court has disregarded other landmark precedents regarding civil rights recently um, and specifically has allowed a a statute in Texas that severely curtails abortion rights um, to remain virtually unchecked. And so state legislatures are beginning to think about what they can do proactively in case the Supreme Court reverses civil rights oh. landmarks mm. and allows states then to decide whether same-sex couples can marry on the one hand or whether people still have the ability to get abortions. So what steps are state la- uh, lawmakers taking right now to, to kind of get ahead of this? Since they're, I mean, it clearly seems like they are very worried with reason. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, some state legislatures are are looking at passing laws that would explicitly allow same-sex couples to marry. And the states that are doing this are states where same-sex couples first began to marry as a result of court action, whether federal court action or whether, as in New Jersey, a state court ruled that the state constitution requires that, that same-sex couples be allowed to marry. But there wasn't a statutory scheme. Um, that provided for how that would happen or made clear uh, as, a, as a law that same-sex couples should have that right. And so they are cleaning up their, their state legislative books by making explicit that same-sex couples have that right in case the Supreme Court does something to chip away at it as a matter of federal constitutional law. Wow, crazy. We're talking to Camilla Taylor right now from Lambda Legal about states now making gay marriage legal. We're like, right. <laughs> feels like I feel like we're in some sort of weird, <laughs> strange world right now. In the Matrix. Right? So, yeah, it's a little bit of Groundhog Day. Right, right. Do you care to explain um, the landmark decision that happened with Obergefell versus Hodges and why that's really on the line right now? Sure. Well, um, the LGBT community has been fighting for um, civil rights in the courts for a long while now. And in 2003, the Supreme Court struck down laws that criminalized intimacy between people of the same sex, and that paved the way for same-sex couples to begin to fight for the affirmative right to marry in the courts. And same-sex couples did so in state courts first, including in New Jersey, 
um, and then moved to the federal courts and began demanding that federal courts vindicate their fundamental right to marry on the same ter- on the same terms as different sex couples. And in 2015, in a landmark case, the Supreme Court struck down the remaining bans on marriage for same-sex couples. Uh, There were still, I think, uh, about 13 states at that time that banned same-sex couples from marrying. And this required that same-sex couples have equal rights, not just to the ability to get married, but to all of the rights and responsibilities that go along with being married. And I think a a lot of folks felt that that was the end of it. Um, And... You know, young people have been coming out in greater numbers than ever before, and um, families have been uh, have begun almost taking for granted their ability to be recognized and given the dignity and respect of other families. Uh, So it's obviously very worrying um, that we have a, a, a brief before the Supreme Court right now in the context of an abortion case demanding that the Supreme Court revisit those two landmark precedents. Oh, wow. And reconsider whether same-sex couples should have those rights. Wow, because I think that for me, I know we're working in advance to to make sure this doesn't happen. But I'm like, how likely is it to to I mean that we could possibly see this really happen? Like where this could be in front of the Supreme Court, and you know, there's a possibility that they can change it. Is the Supreme Court even eyeing these things like that? Well, the Supreme Court justices, in the context of an abortion oral argument, did ask a bunch of questions. A number of them asked questions about what the implications of overruling Roe versus Wade, the big abortion rights president, what the implications of doing so would have for cases concerning LGBT people. Mm. And so there certainly is a recognition that there's a connection there and there's an interrelationship um, that uh, the justices seemed a bit concerned about. Um, I don't think we are as likely to see the Supreme Court revisit uh, these big LGBT precedents as we are to see the Supreme Court really roll back abortion rights, which is is what they seem to be on the cusp of doing based on the most recent oral arguments. That said, because the Supreme Court has done some unusual things and has um, taken a much more extremist bent, uh, people are justifiably worried. Definitely. And do you think we're going to see more states doing what Jersey did? I do. I do. Um, Already other states are doing a similar thing with respect to abortion. And uh, we know that there are LGBT advocates in other states already working on ways to crystallize and make more explicit the rights of LGBT people as a matter of state statute, too. And we're also working on the federal level to pass the Equality Act, which is legislation that would ban discrimination against LGBT people in all sorts of different contexts. And that's very necessary, too. All right. Well, thank you. That was Camilla Taylor, Deputy Legal Director for Litigation at Lambda Legal. Uh, Great having you on. Thank you so much for having me. Well, next up, one professor became unglued on Zoom and rant. uh, did this crazy rant on his students. We have the hilarious audio next. It's pretty wild. It's been a hard time for a lot of teachers and professors lately, you know, yeah. because of COVID and then are you going virtual in person? Well, this one professor just went off and it, it's something, I mean, I think we expected someone was going to do it at a certain point. Well, I think it's already been happening. This just so happened to be captured 
on on the whatever. He wanted it to be captured. Yeah. He pressed record. That well, is true. Yeah, and how could it not when you're on Zoom with your yeah. students? They could just even put their phone up and that will go viral. Yeah. Okay, so let's. we're about to play this clip, uh, but just for some context, uh, this is Barry Mailer, a history professor at Ferris State University in Big Rapids, who, as we mentioned, went off on Zoom after being forced to go back to teaching in person. I may have f***ed up my life, flatter than hammered shit, but I stand before you today beholden to no human and working a paying union job and no limbered sucker of an administrator is going to tell me how to teach my classes because I'm a tenured professor. So if you want to go complain to your dean, you go ahead. I'm retiring at the end of this year and I couldn't give a flying any longer. You people are just vectors of disease to me and I don't want to be anywhere near you. So keep your distance. Me when I go in Ralph's. I mean... (laughs) That's me and Trader Joe's. Honestly, this teacher <laughs> reminds me of the principal from Matilda's, like he deserves his own chokey. Oh, Trunchbull? Yeah. What I will say is hearing the, the two words together, you people, was a bit of a slight trigger for me. You know? But what I will say is I totally agree. I did some digging on this man. He's been teaching for 30 years. I feel like he's earned the mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. if he wants it. And in fairness, I should mention, yeah. I don't know if you all have been ever cursed out by a teacher, but I've had... I have. It's been, but was it PE? No, it was a regular English teacher. Okay, I had a PE teacher curse. I used to have a mouth. He lit our class. Uh, Oh, it wasn't directed towards me. It was to the class. It was directed towards me. (laughs) Goodness. The thing is, now I feel like it's different now. Like maybe way back then, it wasn't ever really appropriate, but it happened. Now there's just like a different vibe around this. No, here's the thing. Actually, I find it ironic that he admitted to randomly predetermining their grades. Then he also, (laughs) no, literally. And then he is no. Like he's uh, he's the director of the university's institute for the study of academic racism, where he studies the relationship between science and uh, and racism. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm just he was really clear about him saying, "I just look at your names and the number where you fall on my on my list, and I already give you a grade." Well, that's and for me, that's far. like that is I I'm horrible. like he shouldn't have been a teacher in the isn't first that, place because how that, long has he been doing that out of his thirty uh, years? Right? Isn't that yeah. academic dishonesty? Doesn't that fall under that umbrella. He said he don't care. He literally was like, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm retiring. I don't care. One of the greatest bars is you people are vectors of disease to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, he dropped some heat I when mean, he said that. Could, could but, he get his tenure taken away after this? Like, well, he told on himself. He's about to retire. I don't. He just does not care. I mean, like, I guess I understand that he's upset. But for me, it just feels like it's misguided. Yeah, it's 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 not about the the students, even though he's probably right about when he says like the students could probably care less if grandpa dies or not, right? Yeah. It's it's very true. It like, is. Students it probably is. really don't care. It is. But it's I think this really speaks to the fact that teachers are done being disrespected. Uh huh. In all yeah. the ways, and when you're oh, like I said yesterday, you ain't caring about everything. You gonna let everything come out your mouth totally. that you want to come out. Well, you know they say that's what that's part of the seasoning of life. Once you reach a particular age you let you let the chopper sing on anybody you either do that yeah. or you just don't care anymore and you're just well like, that's part of it piecing out like, i'm not even wasting my it. energy but i do like vectors of disease i'm, I'm gonna start using Hashtag that a lot. vectors of disease i'm gonna start yeah, using this, that a lot this was definitely interesting to even watch unfold and i wonder what the students had to say like i would have been on my zoom like what the heck i think it garnered up like two hundred thousand yeah. like views or something like people watch do would you take that personally or would you just think laugh i would have cracked up I, yeah. yeah i would have laughed totally. i would have said that to my mother like that that's going everywhere 
through. I'm sitting like that's well, we but wish, imagine yeah. sorry, but imagine the the stress like you mentioned, Ryan, that they're under every yeah, whether exactly. you're at the collegiate level or you're teaching preschool. But he also shouldn't been teaching stressful. anyway if he was just doing that to students' grace. He says he literally said, No, I don't care how hard you work, you all don't deserve an A in my class. Yeah, he need, they need to investigate. Launch an investigation yeah. over the past 30 years. You could have cut not that right. part out. We would have had more compassion for him. But why would you tell him yourself? Well, go ahead, Shira. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we're wishing him all the best in this next stage no, we're of his not. life, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not playing with my grade. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, not from college tuition fees. Yeah, Coming up. Okay, a Miss Universe contestant was forced to come out. What actually happens next? You people are just vectors of disease to me. Welcome back to our Friday show. Sharja Sell joins us on the mic. Oh, yes. TGIF. Yes. TGIF. TJF with Char. Yeah. I like the sound of that. We're still working. We're still massaging it out. We're still working on it. We are. But yeah. we do need to do something so we can celebrate you every week. Or the it's fact you're like here. you're watching one of our planning meetings. This is a brainstorm. <laughs> what do you think? Let us know. Tweet us at LGT Show. Oh, yeah. I'm open to that. If you all have any <laughs> suggestions for what we should name Fridays. Let us know your ideas, and we're not even going to pay you. But you're part of the family. <laughs> and you get this entertainment every single day. Okay, lots happening this hour. One woman has put her child up for adoption. And the reason why has people furious. That's in 30 minutes. Plus, a Miss Universe contestant was outed. That's in the tear report in a moment. But first, let's get into some what's trending this hour. Authorities in Florida are investigating the death of uh, Jorge Diaz Johnston, an LGBTQ plus activist who won a landmark court case in Miami-Dade County against the state's ban on same-sex marriages. He was only 54 mm. and he had vanished from Tallahassee January 3rd. Detectives found his remains in a trash pile at a landfill Saturday morning in Jackson County, Florida. That is terrible. Yeah, it's really sad. And it's, yeah, it's being treated as a homicide. It has to be like that. That is terrible. Yeah, and really I'm noticing sad. a recurring theme with today's show with with uh, same sex marriage in particular. Hmm. So we talked about that. Yeah. yeah we're we going to be. Yeah. And uh, President Biden announced today his administration will distribute billions of dollars to repair or replace bridges around the nation as part of the progress it is making since he signed the infrastructure bill in November. It is. Uh, there's a lot of talk about uh, disappointments and things we haven't gotten done. We're going to get a lot of them done, I might add. But this is something we did get done. So, I hope he's OK. <laughs> Again. I never know with with President Biden, um, but that's good news. He got something done. He's ha he's having a hard time right now. I mean, I would say I feel bad. I mean, he had a lot to clean up. Yeah, a lot to clean. A up. A lot still to do. And finally, starting Saturday, this is good news. Many Americans can get home COVID nineteen tests at no cost through their private insurance. You can get tests from pharmacies, retailers, and online vendors. I wish that they went. They would stop doing things online. Not everyone has access to the internet. Well, you could still go to pharmacies and all that. I think they're doing. But they also shouldn't do it through insurance. They should just send them out. I think they're doing that too. What testing? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to get. You don't have to have your insurance to get tests. Um, but it does make it. It's it's really hard to find just tests when you don't have insurance as well. Like, yeah. It's. I think Kamala Harris in a recent interview was talking about just fine. Go Google it. Was so that. irresponsible just and go so, oh, like. 
awful. It's it's one thing for her to have been a prosecutor, for her to be so bad at interviews. It's really like no one a good is, observation. Like no one is is uh, is helping her through this process of having the language. It just comes off as condescending, and it's honestly embarrassing. I think it's condescending because she might be frustrated because these decisions don't appear to be hers, but she has to answer for them. Yeah, and but so that's what that's what you signed up for when you became the, the vice president. I'm sorry, yeah, it, babes. It's part of the job, but yeah, this testing is a day late and a dollar short. But send them out. We should have had this in time for the holidays. Yes, yeah. definitely. Okay, that was what's trending this hour. What's happening in entertainment news? So the T report, Miss Universe Australia came out as bi after she was outed on a dating app. Here's what she had to say. Before I came here, I was out at a party mm. and I met a girl and we ended up hooking up. Oh. And yeah. like it just felt natural. Thing is, it's like there's this side of me that like I just don't know. I don't know. I don't want to carry any shame or stigma about it. Mm. And I'm realizing as I'm getting a little bit nervous in the way that I act around him. I know. I know. I love you. I love you too. And I just want to break out of that and be like, it's okay. Now that was her appearance on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, which is a very popular show overseas. If you recall, Caitlyn Jenner did a round of that a few years ago. She did. Um, but this woman's name is Thatil. I can't, I don't know how to pronounce it, but she's 28 and she mentioned that she was on a dating app and she got a screenshot from a friend saying, hey, you know, I think someone is like impersonating you. Someone just sent me this screenshot of an account and we think that there's someone out there catfishing people and pretending to be you. She eventually came out, but I imagine like, what are you all's thoughts about this? Being a public figure and being, I guess, essentially out it. Maybe people did really did think it was fake. I mean, people could have thought it was fake. I think that happens often where it's valid enough if someone when brought those things up. Apps, yeah. yeah, but I do think even celebrities have talked about I can't even be on a dating app because they get I get removed or reported. Yeah. Um. But I, I hate that she was outed in a way yeah. because at the end of the day, if, how else is she supposed to find love if she really wants to kind of ex- even explore or figure herself out in that? And it's just not fair just because she's famous to go and tell her business. Well, she'd have to do what most celebrities do: either have a wingman go recruit. Or set up a <laughs> fake dating app and then later reveal that oh this yeah. is who well, this like, is who yeah. doing using a fake name. And That's maybe what they You don't do. even have to do that. I think you don't even have you know like if it's like let's talk about like Grinder and for some yeah. Grinder. There's a lot of uh, hidden profile like not hidden profiles but no profiles with no profile image yeah, you right and you add when you ask someone for their photo totally. they'll send you photos and then that's how you're See, but revealed I'm not, i know a lot of people even our friends who do that really yeah who I'm are like a, people i'm not on grinder but i don't see myself oh. entertaining a a faceless profile sometimes you do if you uh, but the first question when you start hookups not dating no but i mean depending on the, the the thing like you could ask for like hey photos and it could be a date or it could be a hookup yeah it just doesn't matter yeah oh <laughs> Girl, like, you scared like, me because I thought that was my like, phone. Because you know, the last time we was on here, my uh, my grinder head went off, and I was like, "Whoops!" <laughs> it happens. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know how I feel about talking yeah, to a faceless should, profile. She should just go in a VIP service like Raya. Even still, you can get someone can bring out their other iPhone and take a picture. You know what? And, and drop. And it. I guess you wouldn't know who outed her. I wish, like, if if she did, then she could flag them. Might have been her know. friend who sent her the screenshot. That child. part. <laughs> All right. You can't trust everybody, honey. Well, after this one star family is being criticized for how they're handling their grief after her death over a year later, bringing up a much bigger conversation. We're going to get into it after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. So Naya Rivera's sister, Nikayla, has been getting heat on live, um, basically for still living with uh, Naya's ex-boyfriends. It's uh, an interesting situation. Yeah, well, she's been living with uh, her, his ex, well, her ex-boyfriend a year and a half after her sister's death to help care for her nephew, basically. Um, but here she is actually talking about how she's been dealing with the grief of her sister on our YouTube channel. In July of 2020, my sister Naya passed away. And when that happened, I was in complete shock. My whole family was in complete shock. It was like someone pulled the rug from under us and we didn't see it coming. The dark place that I was in before only progressed when that happened. At that time, I had no thoughts of my future. I had no thoughts of myself, really. I was only just experiencing pain. I mean, and of course, this has brought up the question, do you ever really have the right to criticize someone's grieving process, right? And I think this is something really important to talk about. So joining us for this conversation is licensed marriage and family therapist, James Gay. Thanks so much for joining the show. You're very welcome. Happy to be here with you both. Yeah. You know, I always wonder, because I just recently kind of went through grief last year um and i mm-hmm. feel like i still kind of go through it every once kind in a while of? i mean every once in a while it still pops up for me let me don't that, that's what this it is. is exactly what we're talking about y'all over here they're telling me about my grief now <laughs> i just asked a question <laughs> she's inquiring i think my first question for you is why do we try and put a timeline on grief yeah well i think it's our attempt to try and understand it and package it in a way that there's a beginning middle and end <laughs> But, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. You know, everyone goes through a different grieving process. It can be like a fingerprint. We all have our unique, organic way of 
kind of making sense of it and healing, and it can last a lifetime. We can still experience the loss and the disappointment and the sadness that comes when we remember our loved ones, and it's really about honoring them and finding ways to do that throughout our lives. Definitely. I mean, I feel like there's two things we need to look at. One, the person grieving, how to best deal with all that, right? And then just being the outsider, how do you better hold space and call yourself out when you kind of find yourself doing that judgment or trying to control Mm -hmm. that process? Yeah, well, first, you know, awareness, right, that we're doing it in the first place. And instead of judging the judgment of the judgment and getting lost in that, you know, <laughs> rabbit hole, it's it's about acknowledging it in the first place and being kind to ourselves in the process, right? We need a lot more compassion for ourselves and each other as it relates to these kinds of things. And so, you know, again, everyone has a unique process of trying to make sense of and honor their loved one and find meaning in the ways that we continue to live. live. Um, and so it is, it is an incredibly painful process. There isn't, you know, the correct or right sort of linear pathway. You know, we hear about the stages of grief, but they're not really linear or stages at all. We don't all go through each and every single one of them. They're, they're common sort of stages in terms of things that we experience in terms of denying someone being gone or trying to bargain and, you know, in a way of like, well, if I just do this, can they still be here? You know, feeling anger, depression, some level of acceptance and a sixth stage that was sort of put on um, later is, is again, this idea, this concept of making meaning of our own lives as we continue to live without our loved one present. Yeah. And if you're just not joining us, we're chatting with licensed marriage and family therapist James Gay. So this conversation is reminding me of, I watch And Just Like That, the Sex and the City revival. And on the most recent episode, there was a portion where it seemed as if Carrie was trying to, um, I guess, use the the death of her husband, Big, almost to like manipulate her friend Anthony's behavior. So what do you say in instances like that where people... It might not be intentional, but people might use their grief as an excuse in an effort to maybe control the people around them. Mm. Yeah, that's not so great, right? <laughs> we have to take responsibility for our actions and inactions and, and show up. And this doesn't have to be a competition where, you know, I'm in more pain than you. Therefore, I, you know, cut me slack to to say or do things I wouldn't otherwise. It's, you know, there there can be some consideration, of course, for what we're going through and what other people are going through. But at the end of the day, you know, regardless, we're still responsible for, you know, who we are and what we're doing and, and hopefully trying to operate at our best or at least, you know, make it through these instances in time when it's especially painful. Yeah. What, what tips do you have? I guess we've been talking about the high level, like obviously how we should be looking at, at this, but day-to-day yeah. or routines, like what, what action items can we give people mm-hmm. to support them right now if they're going through something like this? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, first things first, we need to be aware that it's happening in the first place and, mm-hmm. you know, that we got to feel um, our feelings so that we can actually go through an organic natural process of, of, of grieving, right? So, it, you know, they, they often say, you know, we can't heal what we don't feel. So first allowing ourselves the fullness of whatever feelings are there, not trying to force it to be anything different than what it is. So if it's not intense, that's fine. Allowing yourselves to feel what we feel over time and pacing ourselves. 
And then ultimately getting the kind of support that we need from other people. We often want to be um, have a certain level of, of visibility or validation for what we're going through or, uh, you know, close, trusted people in our lives that can really understand and empathize with what we're experiencing, you know, and then ultimately it can also be about having moments of relief or break or reinvestment into aspects of our life. You know, I mean, of course, there's all kinds of self-care rituals, but, you know, it's, it's again, it's about this ebb and flow and, and you know, allowing ourselves not to try and follow some predicted, prescribed kind of, you know, stages or whatever, but, but really tapping into what we need in the moment and providing that for ourselves and reaching out for support when we need it, too. Okay, well, thank you so much for being with us. Sure, absolutely. Happy to be here with you. Uh, well, that was, again, James Gay, licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm, and I must say that, that that we had a weird segue into this line of questioning because I got thoughts about Naya's sister living with her baby daddy. But really? We can say th- yes. I think it still makes sense. No. I just no. still makes sense. Is. Because if you're trying to, you know, take care of... No. Wow. All right. Well, we got more show. You were raised an only child, so you it makes sense to you. Like, <laughs> I would never. I would never. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're going to keep this conversation going because we're actually going to talk about how one woman put her child up for adoption and the reason why it has a lot of people upset. That's coming up next. Okay, so one woman is being called out for what she did with her child. Uh, She put her child up for adoption, and people are not happy about it. A Japanese woman is suing the biological father of her second child for $330 million. Oh, yen. That's $2.86 million. After learning that he'd lied about his identity. So she she basically, because of that, because of the sperm donor's betrayal, she's orphaning her child. Because, like... it's not the person, you know, she didn't get the sperm she thought she would. And then she yeah. just thinks like her baby won't be the baby she thinks it will be. I mean, well, crazy. regardless, the baby won't be who you think that it'll right. be. I think that that's so egotistical. That's the egotistical aspect of parenting. If you're having a child with the hopes uh, that they will be who you want them to be instead of right. acknowledging their fundamental personhood. Because children are little people. Yeah, because I just wasn't sure, even with reading the story, was it like, are you upset that he is like a Chinese man? Like what, what's the difference for you? Because I believe they're both Asian. Oh, cause but maybe she's yeah, but Japanese. And yeah. And that's why I'm like, that's, that was the big thing. And I'm like, so what, what's the big deal in, in the conflict there? Because and that if you would want a ma- baby, you, you want a baby. And that would make you just like relinquish your child. Like, yeah. what the hell? I think it's more, if I, I, I'm assuming this, we don't know. It could be more that she found out like what this person looks like. Maybe it's not as yeah, good looking. She or was having no. Maybe it's the education. Like it, they lied about their education and their work. So that's the that. flaw there in that in that kind of perspective is because they were having sex with each other like intercourse ten times. Like they oh. were they were with each other. Like so that that's the thing. It it was one of those things where. I feel like this just was a very messy situation. Yes, this man lied. She ended up finding out he was uh, he was married and he was cheating on his wife. That's what she's really oh, upset so that's about. What, that's what happened. They were having. She was in a, her own relationship, and they she you know because the Japanese um, surrogate well like the sperm donor industry out there is just very kind of flexible in the ways that it's not like regulated, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people just go and find their own things to do and find people to have sex with so they can get pregnant. And so she ended up that having a wild. relationship with the Actually, person. 
person. She saves money. Had 10, <laughs> t- 10 times she had sex with this person Wait. and then was upset. This yeah. has more so to do with the fact that she oh, found that he was lying yeah. than the, the identity of this but baby. that's horrible to then orphan your child i mean well, that's what makes her heartless that, to me that's worse than someone's regard. i mean what's worse someone being a cheater or someone orphaning a child depends on who you ask <laughs> yeah i mean honestly it does really, but and I, it's I, probably only regulated over here because of good old capitalism if oh, we're for being sure. honest for <laughs> sure i don't know i just it's just it's wild that she she is kind of going through all this and, and does she actually think she's going to get that much money probably not I'll be interested. We should follow this to see what the verdict is going to be. Yeah, yeah someone, uh, the child welfare worker in Japan called the woman shallow in a statement device <laughs> oh, for treating duh. the child like an object. I think it's better to leave the child with someone who can be a good foster parent. Absolutely. Yeah, because normally, why have sex with someone when you could easily turkey baste it? That is true. Like that's, also, I thought that was normally the process. Also, I'd much rather her give up this child than for that child have to deal with the oh, trauma exactly. of growing up in a household with a mother that doesn't want oh, them. Oh, I agree as well. I agree. By the way, the easy thing, or you would say easy, to do the, that way where you get like the turkey donor her. and all that. Yeah, but it is it is more expensive. So that's probably to what To do a turkey base? A turkey. What do you mean? Yeah, so you like a guy. You cum, know how you like, base well, a turkey. He, like, and, he, and a guy ejaculates yeah. or someone cup. with sperm. I've never, yeah, heard, I've sperm. never heard it. And then you You've take never the, heard of this? And you take the turkey base well, and, and the woman's legs it? go up. I've never heard And then heard you put it inside. This. You've yes. never heard of this, Shira? <laughs> really? I mean, I'm now imagining it the way you're saying yes, it. Yes, that is a way but that then, people would not have intercourse yeah, and try sense. to get pregnant. Yeah. But she you, obviously it, wanted to do Because that's what, I it's mean. It's time sensitive, A though. lot of same-sex <laughs> couples do that. So, like, if they're looking, like, you know, lesbians don't want to obviously have intercourse right. with a. And oh, so, and yeah. so that's the, that's the yeah. kind of idea. The more you know. Thank you. I mean, yeah. that's a pretty known practice. It's well, just, I'm surprised yeah. you don't know of this. I guess I'm more innocent than you think. Girl, bye. <laughs> Have you ever made a really small delivery on one of those apps like DoorDash or Postmates? Like, what's the smallest delivery you've made? And is it worth it? Yes, of course. It's always worth it. Any delivery I make is worth it. No. Because I don't have to do it. Ryan and I were talking about this as the music was playing. And I Mm -hmm. think that he's utterly ridiculous. Uh -uh, uh -uh. Why gotta be? Utterly ridiculous. Uh, I, I could have just been a little bit ridiculous. Because we were, let, let's explain to the listeners. We were talking yes. in context of not like a restaurant. We're not talking <laughs> okay. about going to Sweet Fin or whatever. We're talking about 7-Eleven, CVS, Walgreens. <laughs> Here's... And, and you get you, you know, a bag of chips, something yes. sweet, and an iced tea or something. And Ryan will place an order for that. Don't tell my of, story. Well, you know why he's doing that. There's you telling my story. <laughs> now, look. Okay, so the, the reason why we're even talking about this is because a New York City DoorDash worker's video went viral. After he basically, he received one ridiculous order. A single bag of Skittles, right? And um, here's just a clip of the damn video. I'm out here doing DoorDash at like 10 o'clock at night, and I kid you not, I swear to God, this is what this person orders. One f***ing kid. Like, it must be high as hell. Don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining, but damn One Skittle. One. I'm not complaining, I'll take my money, but This is what is cussing the global warming, okay? First of all, sounds like you're complaining to me, sir, because you got an order. And for me, 
I am offended by this because yes, I have most definitely done this. I have had a um, you know, I just don't want to get up. Some days you just want to sit on the couch and watch your movie or watch your television program, and you just like I do not feel like doing it. So why not just go and do it? You check the delivery to see if there's a it's a high delivery no. charge, and if it's not, if it's ninety nine cent, go for well, it. Here's the thing: at that point, why don't you just order more? Just that, in case. No, that is true. Because I don't want more that much. I only buck. want I only want one bag of Skittles. Well, you might want some more later, or you may be Oh, I'll just save that one bag because I don't want cavities. I don't want to be like Sheer so bringing in thing. like okay. seven thousand <laughs> bags of gummy worms from okay. FedEx. So <laughs> <laughs> No, she literally did that. She went to FedEx and bought gummy I'm worms. I'm using them over probably two weeks' time. But anyway, the only time I did this actually, now that I think about it, is when I had COVID. Which is a good re- Which a reason. Which makes And that's yeah. what I'm saying. And, what if that was him? And, yeah, actually, you don't point. know. You don't know. You don't know. So this like, person could be, uh, have mobility issues. There you maybe go. maybe not have a car or car and trouble. And even if he was high, y'all want him driving while he's high? No, no even though we know true. people do. If he was do. drunk, yeah. Who? Yeah. Who do you? <laughs> I just, we know of people who do. So, my partner okay. uh, <laughs> um, ordered, actually, a whole thing of gummy bears. Like, when we were sick... And those are like the little everyday like little Willy gifts Wonka's, that we like, had. Playhouse in y'all's. Yeah, but that house. was like the one thing we we're like, if we can't taste, if we like feel like crap, you know, we're gonna order an overpriced gummy bear bag. The only thing <sighs> I do this for is literally restaurants. If I have to go down to the corner store to get me some, you know, some sweet or something, I can physically. I just I don't mind can getting I, up and getting in the Prius I'm admit something and too. going to go get it. So there's a if I, I have done this, I haven't done this recently because I, I haven't had it in a while. But there's a Taco Bell literally on the corner of my street. Uh huh. I have literally ordered Uber Eats to go pick up my Taco Bell, and they came right back. Oh, three, it was there in like three bad. minutes. It was beautiful. Hey, if you have the I didn't money, have to do it. If you have the money to spend, thank you. God has blessed me to do, do it. <laughs> I find it, again, <laughs> utterly ridiculous. I don't think we should be judging because this person made a responsible decision. I'm not judging them. I'm judging you. Yeah, I made a responsible decision. <laughs> if I'm too sleepy to get on the road, maybe oh, I want that's to. That's what it is. Sleepy? You know what? what? It is. We'll be more, wait, we'll be back <laughs> because they're judging me. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lots happening <laughs> on the show. More music coming up on Channel Q. Shar Sell joins us on the third mic here today. Yes, so excited. TGIF, January yes. 14th. We're mid-month, halfway through January. How has it been so far for all of you? It's been a month. It's been difficult for me. I, it's like hard for me to... Um 
to to really catch the rhythm it feels like from from the start of the year it's you know i've been trying to get into it but it, it i think it's a it's a little harder for me to kind of adjust to to kind of being back in everyday life yep. and and i you know i'm trying to be a little bit nicer to myself in the sense of like you know feeling being like oh get into it get into the vibe like don't clock don't, out like, don't punish wait, yourself would you yeah. talk to someone else like that yes he would <laughs> Yes. I hold everyone just as accountable just, as I hold myself. But I've been feeling kind of the same way despite my birthday passing. But like, it's just like, I'm just taking each day as it comes. I've never started off a year like this with like such low momentum. I agree. So I'm low not putting momentum. all that. Wait, you're here. You're doing No, no, no. Stuff. I'm not but putting all that new that year, way. new yeah. me pressure on myself. Yeah. I'm literally taking each each day as it comes. Yeah, that's good. I'm feeling that. All well, right. I know that was probably a rhetorical question, but thanks for asking. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I, I appreciate real answers okay all right next up should the unvaccinated be taxed what some countries are doing and should we follow suit that's in 30 minutes plus kanye west latest single is dissing a certain someone who kim kardashian Ooh, is dating i wonder who it yeah. could be that's in the tea report in a moment <laughs> that'd be awesome to have a distract no i like no because martha would fire back oh, Mar- yeah. martha is a gangster her, she would come out with her own she bars. is a gangster and martha got a slick mouth y'all better get into it maybe she'd get uh snoop to come out and do it with her he he couldn't keep up yeah i think martha's on her own her own vibes snoop's flow is too like lazy i'm high <laughs> like if you're doing a diss martha got it solo <laughs> Well, let's get into some what's trending this hour right now. A lawsuit brought on by gay and straight fans over the repeated use of the homophobe chant. I'm not going to say the word. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say, say it. their name. <laughs> no, it's a word. The homophobe this say word the in the chant. Um, during the 2019 Calf uh, Gold Cup at Soldier Field. Yeah, that sounded like you that's said in, it. That's in Chicago. What is the yeah. what? The what? Soldier it's in Field. Chica- yeah, Chicago. It's headed to federal court. If the plaintiffs prevail in federal court, it will actually set legal precedent that venues, stadiums, arenas can be held legally accountable if they do not effectively stop anti-gay chants from taking place. It's a pretty big deal. The fans are seeking also financial compensation from Soldier Field management and ownership. Listen, they deserve to be a protected group as well. If I step into an arena and I got people hurling the N-word at me or the T-word at me, it's going to be some issues. Yeah, because you can't expect uh, players to not fire back. And then, like, they end up having to get fined because you want them to to have to deal with that. And might have a lawsuit. Yeah, and so it's just like... (laughs) Just don't go to games. If you're going to support the sport, support the sport. Don't go and, like, cause trauma to these people. They don't care. Well, asked about recent setbacks, uh, Jen Psaki, White House Press Secretary, rejected the idea that Biden's first year failed. 200 million Americans are now vaccinated. Uh, More than 80% of Americans have received at least one dose. If you look back to a year ago, only about 35% of people were willing to do that. The president's, through the president's action and leadership, we have made vaccines available across the country. Boosters, we have provided more supply to the global community, 400 million doses, than any other country in the world. We've had record economic growth in this country. We have record low unemployment rates in this country. And we are getting out of a pandemic and the the, economic... Economic downturn tied to it at a rate that is faster than anyone thought would have happened. 
Okay. You know, I have to agree with her. I don't. I think it's a little too intense to say that his first year failed. I think he had a lot of hiccups and hurdles, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of good things that yeah. the media has not covered when it comes to like the unemployment, like the unemployment rate and all these things like that. I, I do feel like he has done think, some things that are credible and should be looked at and praised. I think that the media got a little laxed uh, due to the last president oh, course, because yeah. the last president didn't mind being braggadocious. Look what yeah, I've done. Yeah. And Biden is very. I mean. He does slip up a lot. Oh, he does. I, I mean, who wouldn't under that in that job? I mean, who's mm, perfect? But he kind of went against. The but people. it's not. I just don't think it's yeah. fair to say to he just, had a bad year. Yeah, to just highlight the negative when there is some positives. There are. But he still is up for critique, and I will be. Oh, definitely. It. Okay, well, that was what's trending this hour. What's happening in entertainment news? Child, speaking of Chicago, someone I who I used to really, really admire. Yeah, mm-hmm. why would you start with that? I used to really, really admire... I mean, he was a hometown hero. You're not from the shy, so you That's wouldn't true. know. I'm from Illinois. But you're not from Chicago. He was a hometown hero. You can't hero. deny that a lot of people Yay. liked him. Oh, he, what's he, your favorite Kanye West song, Cher? The, the uh, one probably playing. No, 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 no. Let's share your answer. I'm, I'm having a blank right now. <laughs> I blacked it okay. out. You're, you're Z-Way, and this is uh, Andrew Yang. I'm too Yang. tired for this on Friday. <laughs> this is Andrew Yang over here. Give me my candy. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, Kanye West, who now goes by Ye, you know, he officially changed his name. He has a new single titled My Life Was Never Easy for his much anticipated for some of y'all album. His name is its name is Donda 2. And one of the lyrics is catching everyone's attention. He says, God saved me from the crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson's boop. Oh, ass. Yeah. Wow. Save so, me from the crash. So what I crash? Because it, remember, Kanye West, his first single was Through the Wire. He was rapping through a wire because he had a bad so car So this was accident. the oh, destiny that, that, that happened to him so he could get to this place. First of all, if, as long as you're trying to create, you know, some clone version with Julia Fox, please stay away She's from She's a, a fan of the Kardashians. Ain't no clone. Nevertheless. She is a clone. Pete He's is trying a, to create a clone. Well, I think Kanye just likes projects. He likes building women up to his personal Barbie. Like, I feel like that's how he gets his, like, that's like that's his kink, toxic, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't think Pete Davidson has anything to worry about personally, and this just seems so silly. Why are you mad? Because Kim, Kim really did. I empathize with her. She hung in there throughout all of Kanye's wackiness. Yeah. So, like, no, we're not about to play and these games. Pete is having a great year, I have to say. He may be having one of the best years. Oh, for sure. That's what happens when you date a Kardashian, I guess. No, even before. Until I the th- pendulum swings. Even before, I think, he was having a great year, and then it just kind of can build. And, and... Until his pendulum swings. Okay, Pete with the meat, allegedly. Oh, I'm going to throw it <laughs> TGIF. <laughs> Okay, well, next up, Netflix's new face of LGBTQ plus talent has some interesting thoughts on Dave Chappelle. We're going to go there next. Okay, so um, if y'all don't know, Jasmine Savoy Brown, who is actually a friend of the show, has been on Let's Go There. Yep. Um, she's also on a show called Yellow Jackets, and she her star is rising, you know, on the queer Hollywood stage, right? And I guess she had some thoughts about the whole Dave Chappelle LGBTQ plus community and his thoughts, and um, she said that the uproar was quote um, frustrating, and that quote there is a place for jokes that make people uncomfortable because it makes them think, but not because they are mean. She also encouraged Netflix to continue elevating queer voices, quote saying, who are all about calling in rather than calling out. An action item many other celebrities uh, promoted to encourage education instead of cancellation. 
what are we thinking about this as someone who is like she I mean she is a queer actress doing some really amazing work I mean she mm-hmm. just actually uh, made history she's a part of the, she's the first queer character to enter into the screen uh, franchises yeah and the the new franchise I guess and I think it was really irresponsible for her to say something like this what do y'all think um I have two things to say, two things that come to mind. The first of which Francesca Ramsey has a book called, Well, That Escalated Quickly, in which she talks about calling in and calling out. Mm -hmm. Calling out happens after you've spent 20,000 attempts calling someone in. Dave Chappelle Mm -hmm. needed to be called out. Also, if you all have some time, if you have not read it, Jamila Lemieux, who I'm such a fan of her writing, she wrote a piece that just dropped yesterday for Vanity Fair about the Chappelle thing. It is a comprehensive, streamlined timeline, and it is riveting writing like it's some of the best reporting I've ever seen so head over to Vanity Fair and check out Jamila Lemieux's piece third of all I hate when things like this happen because Dave Chappelle's uh, critiques and comedy the vast majority of it from the closer special was not aimed at queer people and it It was not aimed at LGBT people it was aimed specifically at trans people so unless this person is trans she needs to shut up Period. Because you you don't get to dictate what's what is what is funny, what is not, or what people should be offended uh, by, or, yeah. or what's not. And like I said in my op ed last year, there are real life implications to the things that Dave Chappelle said. So it's not just a matter of jokes or cultural commentary. People are out here losing their lives, and out of the entire queer community and LGBT community, Black trans women are leading that charge of being murdered. So you don't get to make that call. That's how I feel about it. All right. I mean, I, I, well, as a, uh, I feel like I don't really, I agree with you. I don't have anything more to say. No, I I agree (laughs) with her. I think it's really awkward. I mean, it's obvious that when you're a part of a Netflix show, it was inevitable that she was going to be asked this, right? You know, because she's part of the Netflix family. I don't well, think now it, she's a part of the now. Netflix. She's, uh, she's uh, the host of the, uh, the New Gay Agenda, Gay Agenda podcast. Yeah, on so the she show. should have been prepped and primed for a question like this. No, but she was. These, that's, that is her that's prepped her and primed. And her I think, prepped and primed is that, you know, like, yeah, it's, it, it, you get it. That's part of part of comedy but just don't be mean well, it goes deeper than no, no, that can't, what we can't take away from is that there are plenty of lesbians and plenty of gay people who are transphobic like we're not about to get yeah, away that's from actually, that conversation that's very true and I, for me I think this is where I, I find it to be really frustrating where it seems like people double down in the sense of like I feel like they're fan, so much of a fan of Dave Chappelle and they're so so much of a fan of like trying to be the like the opposite of cancel culture that they're just really speaking out of term on things that they have no clue of talking about and for me that that's a, that's a really big issue when you know you're stepping into something that doesn't feel good I mean you're she's in a mar- like she's a marginalized person but that doesn't mean she can't create harm against other marginalized people but she also has the look so we, she oh, can get she oh. can move uh, throughout uh, Hollywood. She has the oh, look. I would is okay. Within communities of color, she's light skinned. Okay. She yeah, has a loose a curl privilege. pattern. It's not like Leslie Jones or Gabare Sidibe is making these comments. So the <laughs> thing is, couldn't she have said like in the past I've been a fan, but there's no um, tolerance or acceptance for she what he's could done. Have. And that's she it. Could have. And I can't. Yeah, I can't speak for other communities, but I stand with black trans women. That's it. 
She could have. That actually would have been an ideal answer. But I find it very, very telling. I'm going to have my eye on this one. It's very, very telling <laughs> yeah. that she said something like this. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Well, let us know what your thoughts are at LGT Show everywhere. Um, because, honey, <laughs> we are going to most definitely keep this conversation going. Up next, though, we got more show coming up next, including should the unvaccinated be taxed? And guess what country is doing it? Well, that's coming up next. <laughs> yep, my hometown of, uh, it's not just Canada, but the province of Quebec, where I'm from. I'm from Montreal. Quebec. They are setting a new precedent, I guess. They are making some new regulations around COVID-19. It's getting a lot of attention. This week, they said that they're going to impose a tax on residents that have not been vaccinated against COVID-19. You know, Canada's national anthem kind of slaps. It's kind of a bop. <laughs> you think so? I'm oh, not my God, you don't it. hear that choir? <laughs> Okay. Oh. We have choirs for ours, too. Does that mean ours is No, ours but ours is rooted in racism. And theirs probably is, too, if you really know the history of yeah. Um, yeah. Canada. Because we, we never sing verse 2. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and verse 3 and all of that, when they talk about owning people. You know, we, okay. we never go into there. You know. <laughs> well, almost 90% of Quebec residents have received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. Although the other 10% of residents in Quebec that are unvaccinated reportedly make up a majority of the people that have been hospitalized. Yeah. You know, when Canada gets it right, they get it right, in my but opinion. But you know what? This also reminds me. Remember, Singapore did something similar to this. I remember talking about it a few months ago, like this kind of like health tax. Where in Singapore, if you get COVID, like they're not covering it anymore. Like if, you, if you're like a repeat offender in the hospital... You paying your own medical bills. You know, and Because they have universal health care. We're there. too far into this thing. I, I don't see any other options. And honestly, I need, you know, the United States, we can't even, we have the Supreme Court already saying that businesses can't even mandate getting the vaccine, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. The fact that Canada is so far ahead and so many other places around the world are so far ahead, we should honestly be ashamed of ourselves. But I, I just don't know if the U.S. implemented something like this. I mean, I don't, we can't. Why just not? the way this country is set up and how divided it is the reason why i mean and Ke- quebec as a province is divided but i think that citizens in canada are just more used to the government i mean that's it's public well, health care well, it's public well yeah. we can't do this because it would be a very slippery slope like imagine exactly. conservatives being like oh y'all mandating stuff now no, it'd be a you know a show. round up you know whatever but also on top of that it just is wild. It's like, don't nobody want to get back to but life that, as we knew it. But is that going to be our excuse for the end of time? Is the fact that, yeah. oh, if conservatives all, if they do it, then they'll come back and retaliate. No. I'm sorry, it's the nature a, and the we, reality we of where to, we're but at. But we have to push through that. If we're going to, because there's going to, we're going to be stuck in this same place. And what if this thing gets 10 times worse than we are? What's what's the, what's going to be the tipping what point have to, for conservatives to be like, all right, yes, let's do this. None. There yeah, is no, none. Because yeah. I just saw a headline about a toddler who shot their mother and their sibling in the parking lot of a Walmart in Texas. So if gun reform, we ain't nowhere near that conversation. There is no tipping point. Conservatives stop at nothing. Nothing. So I don't know where this ends for us, honestly. Uh, Yeah, I think that we really need to target the places that people really want to go to. Uh, possibly, you know, if if we like shot. the Super Bowl. Well, that was, well, there was a, no, but there was actually a story about yeah, that, what? right? About there was uh, there that they were actually the people uh, they were like willing to like tax uh, weed spots or they were going yeah. to shut it down or something like that. I can't remember. But what the thing story is, like, you can't sure. get weed at a store, but then people are going to get yes. weed from someone else, somewhere no, else, or a delivery. No, there's a, where there's a will, there's a way. But guess what? When they made that announcement about the weed stores, you wouldn't be able to go. Guess who was in the lines getting shot up? The everybody was <laughs> not shot so up. So what are 
are the things that you think we could take away or restrict from people that would force some people to do it? Mm. I don't know. In America, well, in the yeah. United States, I don't, I don't know. know. We've had too many Sandy Hooks for that, and they don't even care about little children at this point. So they it's kind of like, I don't so, even know. We are so far off the rails, you all. I really am. You know, I know this conversation isn't necessarily political, but I'm nervous about the future. Midterms and, and this conversation is all connected. But this it's conversation is political, though, because everything is politicized. And, and it's important that we we really find a way through this and right now we are nowhere near so th- that. Th- yeah, because people wait. are still drinking their urine to get, try to get rid of COVID. I saw that, that was trending last <laughs> Please week. Please don't do I that. Did, I didn't. I mean, no, it was well, trending. At least it's not horse urine. Well, there are, no, well, <laughs> that's true. That's true. true. But then also... There are some people who are into drinking urine just because they like to drink urine. Okay. So if you are into drinking urine, you can do Well, that. you know, wow, don't say, Ryan. you know, I kink I'm shame. just saying, I'm not going to kink, yes, I'm like, I'm not going to kink shame. But I'm just saying, it might be I not do. good, like, it might hurt you, like, being healthy or it, The point is, it's not a COVID cure. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not a COVID cure. Conservatives were really driving that point home. So I'm we've just had saying. horse dewormer, urine, like, it's yeah. all of okay. these things but the jab. I'm just saying, if you like to drink urine for kink purposes, you should do it. But if it's for COVID purposes, you shouldn't do it. So here's the thing. The reason and I'm why, just saying, hell oh, not about so, <laughs> Moving on from urine, um, it works. You know, it's the public system. And also, you know, weed stores and liquor stores in, in Canada are government run. Well, because they're smart. They're actually benefiting off of, like, I mean, things that people are buying. And Well, like, it's less capitalistic. I mean, imagine how much money companies make being the liquor store or the right, weed store yeah. here. So there's there's pros and cons to it. I don't know, but I, I do feel like we have to, we are going to have to get to some sort of solution or some sort of plan where people are going to have to to, to have the repercussions or the accountability. We're going to have to figure something. Take like, away so, Instagram. Like you're saying. No, like, that's not enough. Like, since we can't manage date there's gonna have to be some sort of fee i mean we have to yes i I, I genuinely think if you are at this point in 2022 and you are unvaccinated and not looking to get vaccinated girl there are repercussions you're gonna get fined a ticket or something unfortunately i think that the recent news of like oh we're not sure what this is going or like like now that we're seeing the longer term impacts it's actually making people more questionable of all of it yeah but i also think the downplaying of it oh it's just like the flu or the cold i think that's also being very very harmful because we're not at that point even though it might be that we're not at that point where COVID is like the flu or the cold like yeah. people are still being hospitalized people are still dying like we're not over that and I do think there has to been talk a, about it so casually there has been a way where people have kind of their their uh, fear around it has kind of lessened so much where it's oh, just become sure. so like it's so oh, normal yeah, it's no big deal yeah. but no I'm still freaking out if somebody around me got COVID I'm not playing well they say you know that it's it's. I just saw an article that you should not go intentionally get COVID because a lot of people I guess are you know they're looking yeah. at it as like or the inevitable antibodies or like yeah. that at least, yeah, then they don't need to get a vaccine. I don't know nothing about that. I don't want to get it. Well, don't go out of your way. Be safe out there. You don't know how your body's going to react. And you don't. Because I had it with when I had it, two of my other friends had it and they had like fevers and stuff. Oh, what I had. Granted, they have. No, they didn't have. Nobody had what you had. (laughs) You should have probably been drinking the the horse pill. Shira was out for a month. Okay. (laughs) Nobody had what Shira had. But I say that to say they had fevers and I didn't. But they also have partners to take care of them. So thank God I didn't have a fever. And you also got a booster shot. So it made a difference. They did too. Okay. Well, there you go. It's a mishmash. Many experiences. <laughs> Shake it off, y'all. Well, the girls are gaying up the place in Greece, and uh, the, What's new? Uh, some gay sex was filmed, 
at uh, the Greece's Archipolis. Is that Acro- Acropolis? Acropolis. Acropolis. Oh, okay. Well, it's the country's most historical and ar- architecturally significant site. And basically, it sparked up this whole conversation um, because, mm. yeah, I guess people were upset that they filmed the gay stuff at the this you know at this place. It was in bad taste. That they, that they use I mean, the it clip, for a the, sex scene. The clip did show two men wearing face covers engaging in sexual acts at the Asian so, Citadel. So this is like some, this wasn't for like an actual film. This is like some OnlyFans stuff. <laughs> Probably. I mean, good on them. I give them credit. Well, in a statement following the re- release of the film, the makers described it as, quote, an act of political activism. Mm. Um, the ministry said that they were working to, quote, find as soon as possible those responsible for this illegal shoot. Wait, um, how did they? Uh, this is the question I have: Is like, did they do it when people were there? Was this overnight? It does not matter. As the one that clearly <laughs> leans the most conservative out of the three of us, this was wildly inappropriate and should not have taken place. And I think that it contributes to a harmful stereotype. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, I wonder if they would have said anything with uh, straight folks doing that. Yes, they would have. You're and, talking about like cis straight people anyone, having just sex? anyone having sex on that's public sex. But it's it's a historical place. Like this isn't like the Macy's. But look, here here's but that that's that why okay? it's a political like it's a political statement because they said some of us are subject to physical and verbal violence for our choices and expressions of sexuality. We will live our love and sexuality as we wish and we will defend the indecent exposure in public, but also the coexistence of all sexualities that do not violate the self disposition uh, of our bodies. Come on, blah, listen. Blah, Blah, they, they're blah, into having blah. sex in public spaces, probably, and they also wanted to do it against an amazing, beautiful place that, like, First it's a cool all, it's attention for a film. Thing. It's like a film. Exactly. Thing. But here's the thing: I also feel like Greece is historically gay. Let's talk about. Ex- Olive, and so, what's like, the what's the big deal then? The big deal is that it's on public property. It's on a historic monument, no. and it's in decent exposure. I, I smell your homophobia. And I'm I, not being homophobic because I, I would do this to a cis straight couple too. It's gross. How I did. I don't. Here's the thing. I think I understand why they did it, and honestly, I'm okay with them doing this. I think it was. It's very interesting when you're wrapping it up in a very artsy kind of film it's, school. Yeah, type it's of performance way. art. But you know, it's it's okay. different when you're at the Planet Fitness and you over there having sex in the. Uh, okay, in the I stadium. do. I agree. So, that's a different thing. So if somebody, that's a different thing. So but I mean, I'm that, also into it. But if somebody, <laughs> if somebody did that at down to the Planet Fitness in the steam room and laced it in political talk, I would watch. And being a, a revolutionary, I would watch hogwash. I think that I it is inappropriate. Watch. I still think it's inappropriate. You're allowed to think nothing, that. Nothing is revolutionary about this. That's rude. Yes, it is. No, it's not. When they are well, policing our bodies no, it's and not. policing our sexual expression, yes, it is. They might is. as well just call it art. Bring in the whole policy. It is art. It's okay. activism. It's artivism. Artivism. <laughs> it's yeah, mess. Exactly. That's what it is. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Fox News co-host, Char Jassel. I hope that they bleached the <laughs> situation <laughs> down. The view is looking, Char. For a conservative host. Uh, and that's... I'm not conservative, but out of the three of us, I think I'm I'm the most conservative leaning. You know, I'm all for it. I think it's it's and that's okay. I think it's yeah. You know, I do think it's okay, and I I, I think you shouldn't feel ashamed for this way of uh, doing. Film oh, I got and, no shame. No, I'm saying I don't think they should feel ashamed for their art. I don't think they should feel ashamed, but I still stand by that it was it was inappropriate. I actually want to see it. Yeah, it now I do want to Google it too. Clip? Okay, coming up, uh, we're moving on. Trans and non-binary military veterans are celebrating today. We'll tell you why next. We're wrapping up the show as we always do with our Yes Queen of the Day. Yes Queen. This one goes to model and activist Monroe Bergdorf, who is the latest cover star on Cosmopolitan UK. Yes, love Monroe. 
I lo- like I wor- I worked with Monroe in 2017 on oh. BuzzFeed. And she's so great. I can't think of a more deserving person. This is the UK, right? Yeah. Yeah, Monroe is is good. Do some research on her. You know, she ruffled feathers with that L'Oreal campaign. Yeah, she did. Look up Monroe. Yeah, I'm looking. In January 2020, Jonathan Van Ness actually covered the publication, made history as the first non-female person to front the uh, cover. But then she's also making history in many ways here. But she's a woman. I know. I'm just saying, like that, they've been bringing more inclusivity. Oh, more inclusive. Yes, because she's uh, cosmopolitan in general. Got you. And embracing the community. I wonder if it'll ever happen. Well, no, we've had like Laverne. We've had trans people on the cover of uh, Cosmopolitan U.S. But I'm happy for Monroe because Monroe is still like a, in my eyes, like a budding, you know, activist celebrity. I agree. Yeah, she's so so great. It's a pretty big deal. And she has no problem with speaking out on the everything that's right. She's a great activist. Well, she gets our yes, queen of the day. Yes, queen. And that does it for our show today. TGIF. Thank you so much for being here. And we're so excited to have you every Friday on the show. Thanks for having me. We may have to rethink some things. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't get to bring a different perspective to to the show. We may have to rethink some things. Y'all just want everybody to agree. I had no clue we were signing up for Megan McCain. I actually enjoyed this, actually. First of all, I just had no clue. Don't listen to Ryan, you all. We are good friends, okay? (laughs) He he knows what I think. He shared how today he, has, what I he think. shows his love language by dragging his friends. Yes, that's all. That's just black people in general, Shira. <laughs> Thank you. That's for not the introduction. just that's just not me. I know. It took me a long time to get used to it, but now to I'm, black people. <laughs> yeah. I think that's... <laughs> oh, Friday! Wow, we oh, are Friday. on one today. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us and listening to this ridiculousness. We appreciate you. (laughs) We are here weekdays live on Channel Q, 2 to 6 p.m. Pacific, 5 to 9 p.m. Eastern. If you miss any of our shows or interviews, we post everything as a podcast. Just go to the Odyssey app or where podcasts are available and search Let's Go There. We are sending you love and light. And a hottie, remember to slay. Okay, stick around for more music right here on Channel Q. Bye. 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 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.